Rule number one for surviving Zombieland? Cardio. When the virus struck, for obvious reasons, the first ones to go were the fatties. Poor fat bastard. But as the infection spread and the chaos grew, it wasn't enough to just be fast on your feet. You had to get a gun and learn how to use it. Which leads me to my second rule, the double tap. In those moments when you're not sure the undead are really dead dead, don't get all stingy with your bullets. I mean, one more clean shot to the head. And this lady could have avoided becoming a human Happy Meal. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. It wasn't long before the zombies began to get clever. When you're at your most vulnerable, somehow they could just smell it. Can a guy take a dumper in peace? Don't let them catch you with your pants down. Rule number three, beware of bathrooms. As zombies began to outnumber humans, well, that's when you had to cut all emotional ties. If the girls in your neighborhood are now fucked up little monsters, well, maybe it's time to stop driving carpool. You had to focus on your own survival, which leads to rule number four. Pretty basic. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And welcome back to episode number 11 of the Film Wheelcast, where we're doing Zombieland. But before that, Stu, Nim, and myself are here. Graham's here as well. Graham, what happened? I was busy. I was helping my grandmother have her uh, cooker fitted. And that's not a euphemism for anyone there. That's very commendable. But yeah, I, I, do, I do try. Uh, you know, I try to help out everybody. I'm a nice bloke in general. So. I think on episode 10, we did support Graham with moving the, uh, the fridge, I think, wasn't it? It, it, well, it was actually a cooker. It was a okay. gas cooker, a small Zanussi one, a slimline one, a 50 centimetre one for those that are interested, if they really want to go. Other fridges are available, or cookers. Well, cookers are available, yeah. 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 But if Zanussi want to send us one, then I don't mind. <laughs> 60 centimetre one, please, to, to go in the gap that uh, my gran has. But yeah, I had to help her, and, uh, and it came a little later than anticipated, so unfortunately I didn't get home in time. It's your life story, mate. Here we are. <laughs> life story. Here we are. But you're the man that gave, you're the only one here... That did not give Jaws a 5 out of 5. You gave Jaws a 3, a 1, 2, 3 out of 5. That's Explain correct. yourself. It didn't tickle me pickle. Alright? Why? <laughs> it just didn't. I just... Uh, I, get, I got bored of it. And I, I... Your worst bit was when Quint, Hooper and Brody went on the boat, which is... Virtually the most exciting bit. Which is mostly the whole part of the film that just bored me. No, it's the last third. Bored yeah. me. Why did it I bore just, you? I just, it's pointless. It had the best scene. It, about the USS. What, the Nina bigger boat. Yeah. Well, that's funny. But I, I just didn't like it in, ge- in general. The concept is good. And the music is good to add to the kind of ambiance of the film. However, I just thought that, yeah, just generally... It just didn't do anything for me. Not quite as bad as American Werewolf in London, but down there with it, somewhere, in the deep, dark depths of the ocean. 
He was shaking his head. He might, he might be shaking his head. He might be shaking his head. I don't think it is a generation thing. I just think that yeah. it was just generally just a meh film. It's not one I choose to watch over and over again. Like, Do you something. like shark films? Is there a shark film you like? No. I, I, I don't really watch shark films as a genre. I must say, it's not really one that I've got separated. Fair enough, I respect you. Uh, yeah. You're a cock. Well, um, <laughs> mo- mo- moving on from male chickens to uh, um, other genres. We're talking about the, uh, the zombie genre now. Um, we've got Zombieland. Should we do the synopsis first? Yes. Why and not? Then we can, uh, yeah. Graham. I believe as, your, as, as a change to normal proceedings. Yes. Um, I'm doing the synopsis for this evening. So, um, Zombieland, uh, the horror comedy Zombieland, focuses on two men who have found their way to, a way to survive a world overrun by zombies. Strange enough, hence the word Zombieland. Uh, Columbus is a big wuss, a bit like James. Uh, but <laughs> but when you're afraid of being eaten by zombies, fear can keep you alive, along with allergies. Um, Tallahassee is an AK tooting. Zombie slaying badass. Like Graham. Like, yeah. I was going to say like him then, but still. Uh, who's a single determination to get the last Twinkie on Earth. Um, is his sole motivation for keep going, I guess. Uh, as they join forces with uh, the two girls in the film, Wichita and Little Rock, who have also found a unique way uh, to survive the zombie mayhem. Um, they will have to determine which is worse, relying on each other or uh, succumbing to the zombies. Well read, well done, really good, first time, I think that's fantastic. What do you think, Nim? <laughs> well, the way I'd describe this film, it's like American Pie, 28 Days Later, mixed up. Why is that? Oh, actually, and a little bit that? of um, Natural Born Killers. Ah. That's, that's the kind of thing. It's Where do you think this stands amongst... The zombie films, when you've got Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Zombie Apocalypse, and you've got uh, Walking Dead, things like that. Which Shaun of the Dead. Interestingly enough, I haven't seen the other ones. Fantastic. So, Fantastic. <laughs> but where do you well, think I, it's I, 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 I mean, can I not compare this to 28 Days Later? Because that's a zombie film, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's not a comedy. But Resident Evil, you can argue the zombie for the first one. I haven't yeah. seen that either. Okay. Um, but anyway, I mean, I think... This is a comedy. I mean, yeah. through and through, it's a comedy with a bit of zombie mixed in, um, and it's it's more kind of it's, like I say, it's like an American Pie type of thing where it's telling the story of um, you know is it Columbus who's who's trying to get a girl, you know, like a good friend here, grown. Um, I've got one now. I've got one now. I've got a I'm off the market. So, so we'll have but, a bit of that, right? But yeah, no, I, I think it's it's just a, a good easy watch. Really good easy watch. It's not too long. Um, it, it, Kept me entertained and 88 minutes long, which yeah, is uh, probably the shortest film we've done so far. It is, it is. Yeah. I mean, Nim, Nim did mention 28 Days Later. Now, I've always wondered you've got uh, the George Romero zombies, these slow, yeah. yeah, and then since about 28 Days Later, it made these like, like, I don't know what you would call them, Fury zombies or these running zombies, yeah. quite popular. We see them in World War Z. Yeah. Um, we've also seen them in this where they run and they're a bit more crazy uh, and they're a lot more let's say ruthless in terms of they will run after you um, and they're they're relentless in, in obviously their pursuit to a certain, to a certain degree I mean Stu um, what because obviously you probably watched the most zombie films here than yeah. I think most of us Graham no yeah what do you personally prefer uh, 
I don't know. It it varies. I mean, from the older films like Day of the Dead and Living Dead and The Walking Dead, they were the zombies that just walk really slow. It didn't have kind of didn't have any function, as in it, it couldn't open doors, couldn't climb ladders. There was no communication. They seemed to follow sound and movement. Whereas you've got the ones in a like twenty eight days later, who they are zombies, but it's more like the rage virus, isn't yes. it? Where they just want to tear you apart, and it's extreme violence. To where these ones, where you've got them climbing ladders and stuff like that, and I think in Walking Dead, the zombies there they move, they move at kind of normal speed, and again they can open doors and and World War Z at the end. Like the middle of World War Z, they're kind of forming a pyramid, aren't they? Because they yeah. know they can climb over the walls. Yes. So they've got that kind of intelligence yes. there. And uh, in the end of it, they get their vaccine where they can, um, a part of it, where they can actually communicate, can't they? Yes. So, um, well, not, not communicate, but they take that aggressive nature out of them. They do, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know. I like the, um, I like the zombies in this, to be honest. I think they're... They've kept with tradition to a certain extent. Yeah. Wait, who are you? With, yeah, they've kept to a certain, but obviously with the running. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it's kind of running, isn't it? I mean, in um, 28 Days Later, they're actually sprinting. That's clipped down the tunnel. You can actually see them yeah, running they're down sprinting. the tunnel. Yeah, they're, they're sprinting, like super sprinting. But here, they are running. Um, but, yeah, I, I've always found that the, the slow zombies, when I played the Resident Evil game stuff, yeah. a bit more scary. But I don't know why, for some, for, for some reason, yeah. in terms of more... more um, but maybe it's just because I've seen more of probably the older films than I have the newer ones. Obviously, 28 Days, World War Z, this one. And, that, and if you can argue the Resident Evil, that's debatable. But after that, um, not really. It's just yeah. been these. But in this one, you didn't see anyone change, did you? No. In World didn't. War Z... You see them change straight Pretty away quickly, when, yeah. Yeah, when they're attacking the city. The guy gets bitten in the car, then he just yes. he turns virtually instantly, doesn't mm. he? But in this, it was interesting that it didn't actually show anyone attacked and change into a zombie. No, and you know what? The only That's... one you do, when you don't see the person change, but it's the girl, you know, near the start of the film, the, the neighbour yeah. who comes in and she's normal and then he wakes up and then she's turned into yeah. a zombie. So yeah. she's but, morphed. No, you're right, but I think this is one of the first films where you don't have the cliche someone gets bit and tries to hide it and slowly changes. Like, we even yeah. see that, saw that in Shaun of the Dead. And I think I've seen that in nearly every zombie film, that someone gets bitten throughout the film, they change mm. one of the actual characters. And somewhat refreshingly, it's the first time. So, yeah, that's quite interesting. But, I mean, shall we... Um, uh, I mean, what do you think of the film? Anyone else? I don't really do zombie films. Here we go. So Here we go. No sharks, no zombies. No, no sharks, no zombies. No Stephen Seagal. No boats. No, no planes. I don't do no planes. <laughs> <laughs> no gangs of kids on adventures. No. So, uh, let's just... I don't, just... I don't normally do. Shall we go straight to the scoring? You can give it, you can give <laughs> it, you can give it a three. <laughs> I want to talk about it. <laughs> so, come on then, seriously. I, I, well, I don't normally watch... You don't have horror watch. films, do you? No, no, no. I don't, it's not normally saying... But obviously, this isn't a horror film. It is, is a comedy. But from, from the outset, and obviously from experience of like watching like 28 Days Later and Shaun of the Dead and things, I found it just amusing. Highly amusing. 
Uh, it was alright for me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a good good scene at the start, obviously with the um, eating straight away and all the the, the graphic nature. Um, yeah. But it was very graphic and very real, but without being too real, if that makes sense. And the the so the makeup and stuff on this and the special yeah. effects was amazing. Just the way that it works and 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 that. So I yeah, I, I can't yeah. comment on how the zombies move apart from Resident Evil uh, or James in the morning. But um, <laughs> yes. it's, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was, it was really good, and it did add a little bit more of a human size to the zombies as well. The fact that they were a bit better at climbing ladders and st- stuff, even though there was still the old groan going on. Mm. So it kind of hits the ground running, doesn't it? This film straight away. It shows the American flag at an angle, and uh, Jesse Eisenberg doing a commentary of basically what's happened and where we are at the moment. So you don't have to kind of go through. 45 minutes of oh, yeah. uh, like an origin film and things like that and then he tells you it's United States of Zombieland isn't he? Yes. And uh, and then the camera views obviously from a point of view perspective where the zombie comes down chases the geezer backwards and he eats him and he stares into the camera. Yes. Uh, I thought that was a really good way to kick a film off. It was just straight into the action straight into right this is a zombie film it's going to be quite hardcore through a lot of it. I start with a bang. Yeah, I thought that was a really good way of starting. For me, it kept that kind of going through the whole film. Well, because the 88 minutes, I think, other than, uh, I think maybe a couple of parts in the film, it's quite fast paced. And it, and it almost keeps that pace almost from the beginning, really, doesn't it? It's, yeah. There's, there's not too many chances to breathe, which is not a bad thing. Well, it's got a good momentum right the way through, so. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and the music's really good as well. I mean, the opening credits, I thought were really, really good when they show it to slow motion, the zombies. You had the bride, didn't you? The bride attacking the groom. You had the three-legged race. And the fireman and the mechanic and stuff like that. And I had the uh, like the names and the credits. And as like the zombie or someone slung a weapon around in the air, it broke the uh, the credits yes. up, didn't it? the credits were part of yeah. the scene almost. And they were playing uh, Metallica when the bell tolls, which is a really good song. And I thought that was really fitting music, like the heavy metal, to what was actually happening at the time. I thought it was a really, really good... Like the opening credits, I thought they were great. And there's a stripper as well, naked, covered in blood, zombie, chasing that geezer from a strip club. Yes. There's a load of money going everywhere and she's running after him. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very funny. Yeah. And uh, that, the opening credits was, no, that, that was the rules, wasn't it, with the mother of the kids at the party? Yes, yeah, yeah. Basically, the opening credits was part of that, was it explaining you, setting up this universe, and then obviously giving you these rules yeah. quite early on. Which yeah. Which quite interesting. That's right, and I mean, we've got the rules here. And I thought it was really good. The first rule was cardio. And he said the first ones to suffer from the zombies were the poor old fatties. Staring at James for the benefit of the podcast. (laughs) And um, you see that, um, is the black black guy running across the American football pitch? That's a white guy running with a black guy chasing him. That's it, because that white guy is then... Or is it the black guy? One of those two characters, the one in the supermarket who gets taken out as well. It's the same geezer. Really? It's the white one. It must be the white one then. Yeah. It's the same one. Um, you see him again. And the um, they did that again as well. The guy who's... Um, when he talks about the rule for the bathrooms, which is... Which one is that one? Rule number three. It's the petrol attendant who we later oh. see later on in the film. So they use some of the characters... Yeah, of course. Again, kind of recycled them. But the, uh, it was really good because even the rules when they show it, the examples, like the rules where the seatbelt, 
where the mum goes to the party and the little zombies are there, the girls, and she's driving away and she makes her escape and she gets hit by that stray truck just going across the road. You see oh, it, this the, is yeah, oh, you see it from the front of her going out the windscreen and just basically getting her face dragged along the pavement. Smashing the face, yeah, and then it, oh. yeah. And again, the rules are there and they kind of just flip up, don't they? Yes. It's, it's really well done. I quite enjoyed that. And that's, a, that's a, it happens consistently throughout the film. You'll see that quite often. Yeah, it didn't spoil it for me. No. What do you think, Nim? No, no, about the rules popping up. Yeah, just the yeah, opening yeah, credits yeah, and things well, like that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the opening like credits and all of that sort of stuff is great in the sense that it just gets you hooked straight away. You, you want to watch the film. Um, I mean, the, the rules popping up, it, it's almost a bit like kind of Tarantino style, isn't it? Some of the films that he does where they have like the chat scenes and stuff like that. It, it's that kind of cult movie feel to it. Um, I think it's good because it keeps you just ticking along what the rule is and what, yeah. rules, what they're actually thinking. There was different scenarios. It was things you wouldn't think of at the start. Like you, you wouldn't think of a, a wedding or a three-legged race. Yeah. And it was about firemen putting out a fire and one of them getting taken out. It was really unusual, like unusual situations that they kind of gave a demo of, of people getting attacked. I, I thought that was a, a really original idea. I thought that was really good. What do you think, young Graham? I thought it was very, very, very funny for the whole film, just seeing like little rules pop up occasionally. And then, this is refreshing. And then, what? The fact that I actually enjoyed it. Yes, I love it. It's favourable with cardio, I think. Yeah, definitely cardio. Yeah. yeah. I think, was there any sports? <laughs> Let's see. Just, just, keep, just keep going. Um, I can't see... Limbering up, that's sports. That's important in sports. Bowling, bowling ball, that's sports. There related. you go, there you go. Um, I've been waiting for this all day, by the way. Cardio. So there's three sports related. So going back very to... Very important rules, SG, very important rules. Going back to episode four, where Graham would have sports skills. Clean socks, you could argue. Yeah, sports socks. That's rule number 34. So you would survive. You would find it a piece of cake in Zombieland to actually survive. We wouldn't, because we haven't got sports skills. So <laughs> I'll be would... the first to go, because yeah, uh, you go cardio. all said I'm fat, so thanks yeah. for that. They'll always double tap. And whilst they'd feed on you, James, for four hours, we could probably make about a <laughs> 15-mile gap. So I think that's pretty good going. And I'd have sports skill master looking after us. So, thank you. <laughs> I told you I was going to get a ribbon. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. I knew it. Well, um, you said it episode four. We might have mentioned it on episode five. Six. To eleven, I'm not too sure, really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But we'll keep it going. It's a good thing. I may choose a sports-related film for the next one. That would be great. See, I'm trying. But anyway, go back to the rules. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was um, it was really funny. As Nim said, it keeps you kind of interested and keeps you thinking. It gives you kind of something else to think about, along with the the plot line about just you know when you get on a car, always bow up that type of thing. And um, yeah, and, and and just the way that they. They, they smoothly link it in and they keep it within the story. But some films of this type can be a little bit, you know, and not kind of take you off on a tangent for for the rules because they make up a funny thing and then they kind of go off from a tangent from the main story, go into whatever it may be and then come back again. Whereas this one, it's all interlinked. It's all yeah. easy to follow and you don't have to think. It's part of the quick pace as well because it starts off well, after the credits and everything else with Jesse Eisenberg who plays Columbus at a petrol station. And that's when... He kind of gives a brief of how it started, but 
he says that someone ate a contaminated hamburger or something like that. Yes, and something to do with beef. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's how it started. And I didn't know whether I heard that right, because it seems like a real simple way to start a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But yeah, so but that's what he said. And he um, opens the door and there's two zombies run out, don't they? Yeah. And, zombie, and that's where he goes for cardio, so he just runs around in a circle... <laughs> Because you can't, you can't get the car, the adrenaline is too much. He drops yeah. the kid. He drops goes the back kit. around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which opens it. But then he breaks his own rule that he doesn't check the back seat, does he? No. He talks about his rules and then he goes and yeah. breaks the first one. But he puts but he does seat put his seatbelt on. Yeah. Yeah. And the zombie goes through the window and he just shoots him in the head. Twice. Well, to yeah, be honest, well, this is where, like, I thought, I was thinking, well, fortunate, the seatbelt rule could also go against you because you need to get out of the car quick. Yeah. As well, at that point. If you want to crash. Well, yeah, I don't know, but if you crack it, so you see, see, but then... Obviously, you've always got to make sure you wear a seatbelt when you get in the car, Nim. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been in the car then too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that I was falling asleep, wasn't I'm, I'm going to call him Nim. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> That's his middle name. Anyway, we stupid, that stupid sound. It's annoying, isn't it? It is, it is, yeah. Nothing like a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, as he gets chased by the zombies, he shoots one in the head. And he double taps. And again, they keep bringing the rules up. But again, that, that didn't get boring for me. Because no. it's, it's quite, as you say, it's quite quick-witted. And the humour in the film is pretty good. And then you meet Woody Harrelson. Because he's on a highway. He's driving his... Um, what's he driving? He's driving an Escalade, the black one. See? Notes With a modded are, front. Notes are important. Oh, yes. With a modded front. Yes. And it's got number three on. I did know the reason why he puts a number three on there. And uh, for the life of me, I've completely forgotten it now. I think there, there was some Nick's reason. Nick's going to do some quick I've research. Got the reason here. Oh, oh, look at this. The research it, man. Oh, was it? There you go. So you, instead of reading it, then you show it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for the benefit, <laughs> for the benefit. Of the, benefit of the podcast, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you see go. That, yeah. We're all a little wiser now. Tallahassee painted a three on his car as a reference to Dale. Earnhardt. Oh, NASCAR driver. Who's, who's that? He's a NASCAR driver. Yeah. A what like, car driver? NASCAR. NASCAR. Yeah, Deja Thunder. Tom Cruise, Deja yeah, Thunder. Yeah, yeah. We may have to explain what NASCAR is. The so NASCAR, it's a bit like it's um Formula One without any corners. Yeah, they, they just uh, go around and go, go around circles like yeah, in the car. They look like tin tops. Almost yeah. a bit like touring cars, but, okay. but souped up in a different way. Yeah, and both Tennessee's uh, the cars that he drove were based on um, the colour schemes of his car, of Earnhardt's car. So, black and yellow. Yeah. So, and that, I suppose, yeah. goes with his uh, redneck hillbilly kind of attitude as well. It does. It's a southern That's sport. Cool. Yes, exactly. Not, exactly. I say sport, motorsport. Or you can just watch Disney's Cars, and that'll be exactly the same thing as entertainment <laughs> as well. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, he picks up um, Columbus, doesn't he? He does. So then that's when they become friends. And again, you are... Uh, well, tentatively. Uh, tentatively, yeah. They're kind of... Yeah, Columbus, uh, Jesse Eisenberg... Wants to be friends instantly, so he can real he realizes that um, Woody Harrelson is uh, a real badass, isn't it? Yes. And he gets the gun out, have a bit of a standoff. Columbus is standing there shaking like a complete girl, and Woody Harrelson's just pointing the gun at him as if I'll just fucking shoot you if you stick me around. Then they be friends, and uh, it's quite a good conversation. There's really good chemistry right from the start between both of them, isn't there? Well, yeah, they're, they're chalky, they're so different from each other, which I think yeah. the way it works. They're almost polar opposites. Yeah. And as we say, he doesn't do names, and that's where, obviously, where they're going to and where they're from 
becomes apparent, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, what do you think of what do you guys think of Woody Harrelson playing the Red Wing? I think he's really, really good. Um, I'm pretty, I'm sure he's played other similar roles in terms of being a Red Wing before as well. Well, he's um, famous for um, I can't natural born killer. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, and I, I think I think he's I, th- I think he's quite an underrated actor. Yeah, I think he's really good. Yeah, and he was in that. Um, there's no point talking about it. I can't remember the name. Where he played a. Uh, he played a cop, and he was a redneck cop. And it was about three years old, the film. And he shoots, I think he shoots someone, and he gets suspended. And uh, he's a really nasty bastard in that. And that film was, uh, that was quite a big film as well. And it was really underrated in that, but it played a really good part. But I'm sure you'll find it on the internet in a minute. But and he's in The Hunger Games. <laughs> he's in The Hunger Games, is he? Yeah. I've not seen The Hunger Games. No. But actually... Um, on a side note, my girlfriend loves The Hunger Games. She also liked Twilight. I went to see one Twilight, and it was. Like, I've seen the Twilight. I wanted to puke. I watched them the other day. Um, did you really? Yeah, because uh, my other half wanted to watch them. And, I'm uh, sorry, Stu. First I one I liked. First one was watchable yeah. for me. After that, no. Yeah, well, I saw the first one, then I saw the third one, then I saw the second one, then I didn't realise there was an extra one on the end, but I didn't watch that one. I. I I was tapping out then, it was just too much um, love and I, I can't believe that even though you've got this guy who looks like a corpse walking around that yes. no one could tell that he was a vampire, there might be something a little bit wrong with him and all his mates <laughs> are like albinos and they look really weird, I just thought it was just... Was it Rampart? Such a shit. Film you're going on about, no? No, I think it might be called Rampage, I think. Rampart? Rampart, that's Maybe. it, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a really good film, Rampart. What year was that made in? 2011, so you said, yeah, you're I right, did a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's, that's a really good film, well worth watching. Uh, to me, he's one of the, he's probably, overall, for me, the most entertaining character consistently in this film. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, definitely. But my, I don't know, mind you, the sort of short part he was in it. Oh, I've got, I've got something to say yeah, about that when we get to it. I've got something good. to say about that. Yeah, we'll we'll hold that one then, shall we? We will, we will. I'm holding it in. So, Bake in the oven. They're driving down the road, they find a wrecked van, don't they? Pulled off the highway and it's crashed. Uh, yes. And that's where um, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg just starts doing his limbering up. And uh, yeah, it just looks like a complete belly, doesn't it? Woody Harris turns around and looks at him and says, What are you doing? He's like limbering up, it's a really important part, you don't want to pull a muscle. And uh, he's after Twinkies, isn't he? Cause it's like a. What was it, like a bakery van or something? A yeah. Twinkie van, yeah. Yeah, or is it a Twinkie van, is it? it no, manufacturers that make Twinkies. Yes, yeah, that's what you that's said. It. It's yeah. coconut. Because they had the coconut one. Because they had snowballs there instead. That was it, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately we're not American, so we don't know the exact manufacturers yeah. of these confectionery products. Yeah. However. It says, it, it says it's a taste I don't like, not the texture or vice versa, something like that. Which I it's, thought a te- was, it's a texture of coconut he doesn't like. Yeah, which I thought was quite a funny comment to make from someone who's, like, quite butch. You know yes, I mean? that's true. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, it's just the warming up part that, that he still sticks with his rules when he's just standing there. He looks like a real geek with his shotgun just doing stretches and lunges. I thought that was, uh, that was stupid, but not very funny. Cold. Never stretch cold. No. <laughs> and then it flicks back to his geek days, doesn't it? And you actually kind of get a bit of... Yeah, it's, you kind of get the origin story, well, his origin story, yeah. how he found out about the zombies, where this this guy who's... Pretty much, all but well, I think he said it. Has he, has he at this point pretty much admitted he's a virgin? Uh, well, not that's a bad thing, boys and girls. Well, he kind of. Oh, it's interesting because we... he says 
it says it in the commentary when he kind of narrates about himself, but then he talks about um, he shagged a girl called Beverly Hills, didn't he, in the back of a line. He made it up. Yeah, yeah exactly, because it seems a sign. Yes. Um, but, um, yeah, go ahead, mate. Because he's playing World of Warcraft, isn't he? Yeah, he's sitting at home, he's a geek. Um, anyway, <laughs> doesn't go uh, on a Friday night. Just sits yeah, at home. I used to, I, I used plays to get, with his World of Warcraft. I used, to, I used to get home from work on a Friday, thinking I've got World of Warcraft Saturday, Sunday. I can't wait. Did you really? I did, and I met my friends online, and we raided and we did PvP, and did then what? player versus player. Okay. And PVE, player versus the environment, or other like. Is, is that like for us non-geeks? Is that PvP? Is that any kind of no. physical contact there? Or? No, no, no. You've got a team. And the other people got a team like capture the flag or take over the bases. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, he's playing World of Warcraft and he's obviously this girl's knocking on his door, isn't she? Um, yeah. uh, he gets disturbed for whatever reason and he, he looks and he thinks, wow, she's in distress. She gives him a cuddle. It's awesome. Um, he doesn't actually read And she said, did she, she, did she actually say that some guy was trying to bite her? She just didn't, did she? Some guy attacked her. Yeah. I don't think he said he tried to bite her. Yeah. Oh, that's it. She did, yeah. But we assume that at the time that she did. Did you guys think? Oh, he bit her. He's a zombie because she didn't actually say she'd been bitten initially. Uh, I don't I think she said she had. I, I just thought. I, I thought she said, and I, I thought the last thing she said was that um, he bit me or he tried okay. something like that. I, I think you're right. I think you should. I think she said something like he tried to bite me, but. You just know where it's going. Yeah, and then he says, yes. "Oh, don't worry, it's quite traumatic uh, being chased by a tramp." And uh, <laughs> then he's more interested in like stroking her hair yeah. and he's trying to say, "Yeah, he's singing it." Yeah. It's like I've always wanted to stroke a girl's hair and stuff. It's yeah. like, oh, you yeah. can be on register somewhere. <laughs> exactly. She gives him a kiss and cuddles up, and he's kind of like, "Well, fuck it, it's just I've scored. This is what I want. I don't give a toss about the history of this." Yeah. Yeah. And then she uh, he wakes up. And she's changed, isn't she? Well, she's you know, we've all been there. She's we've all been she's there. Gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. I won't even say what I was going to say. <laughs> but what did you think about having him? That, that was great. I mean, when she when she starts trying to, I think she's got like a weird tongue, hasn't she? Yeah, and she's like like sticking her tongue out at him. I, I thought that was quite graphic. Yeah, because she and, chases and him, that whole she? scene was just running around the house. I, it yeah. was actually quite. I don't want to say scary because it kind of makes you like kind of jump a bit, but it's also quite funny as well. Like because yeah. he, he slams her foot in the door and her ankle gets all crushed up, and he whacks her with the uh, top of the toilet system thing. He, he, he starts to he, he attacks her with stupid things that are yeah. not going to even make your eye wince. That's the yeah. ridiculous. He pulls the blender up, does he? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The yeah. lid falls off. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, and I think the double tap thing comes up there, doesn't it? When he hits it does. Yeah, when, when he hits yeah. yeah. top of. But yeah, I, I thought it was. It was quite again. It was quite fast pace, and it was like the comedy of it kind of took the. It wasn't really. It wasn't scary at all. But for any kind of horror that was there, the comedy took it away, didn't it? The fact that like a Benny Hill sketch, he was being ch- just chased around the house. And it was only a small house, and uh, she kind of. I don't know how far into being a zombie she was because she didn't look. Like a proper zombie, did she? She had kind of blood coming out of her eyes, a bloodshot. Yeah. But she didn't look kind of quite far gone, as in a lot of the zombies look really pale and lifeless. I don't know, she did did look... When it gets to the bathroom bit and he he smashes her and then she stands up because he doesn't hit her twice and he gets hold of the shower cone and puts it over her face. You look like tar stuff kind of. And then, yeah, and then her tongue goes through that 
And then after yeah. she stands up from that, and then you can really see the fact that yeah, yeah, you, you and when her leg breaks as well, when when she puts her leg through, great makeup and yeah. all that. But it, she puts her foot through, and how easily it breaks, and how yeah. easily it is to break a zombie. Obviously, not kill it. Yeah. But break, you know, when you break bones in in other zombie films and, and yeah. games and stuff. But how easy it is, and you just like snaps, and you're thinking, oh. And he apologises, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. And then they carry on. You can just go, yeah. yeah. And then in he the smacks her on the head again, doesn't he, as you say. Yeah. And then the double tap rule comes and uh, and that's it. So for him, it was kind of quite a, zombies are here. And I wonder, before that, kind of, he took it quite well. Obviously, he was scared about what was happening. But whether he knew before then there been reports of zombies or whether that was the first encounter he had. So I think no, it must no. have been the first encounter because he, he basically you're in there somewhere and he was quite shocked at what yeah. was going on. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was his first encounter. But I wonder if he knew that there were zombies out there or whether how far back this was going. Whether he wouldn't have known. Uh, unless he was just sat on World of Warcraft and didn't know. Yeah, because yeah, he's quite calf. He doesn't have any friends. He doesn't have a relationship with his parents we later learn, I think, as well. Are you talking about the film still? Or myself? Or, or yourself? Well, the, 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 I, saw, I, I, saw, I saw a lot of myself in Columbus. Um, <laughs> apart from the Limbrilla. Apart from and the, the Cardia. And the Cardia. So, you know, you know, fuck you all, yeah? I'm going to give you a race. Like, in about, yeah, come Christmas time, we'll have a race and I'll win. We'll have a race. Yeah. Are we in the Goonies now? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to win. Quality. Yeah, we'll, we, might well end, we might as well end this here because this we'll, is just... we'll, we'll get someone to commentate on it, okay? And we'll, and we'll, we'll post it. We'll do it on the podcast live. You yeah. can hold and you can just record as you're running. Exactly. Yeah, Weezing, as the case may be. <sighs> but, but yeah, um, I forgot what I was going to say that. Because he doesn't have any friends, I think he's quite cut off from the world. So it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't really look at the news sites and things like that. Because um, really, this was made, what, 2009. So fa- Facebook was around. Not really as big as it is now, but Twitter wasn't or anything like that. So yeah. if he was that so well inclined, he might not have known. And that might well have been his first experience of that. And how affected he's going to be, I'm sure he was, but he's going to be less affected than someone with loads of friends and family. To worry, uh, yeah. Are they going to worry about maybe? Which is why, suspending a tiny bit of disbelief, he was actually quite well adjusted when we, when we obviously, obviously met him. Because it had been, what, weeks or months? I think it had been months, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. also the zombies actually looked more decayed than obviously the, the, the girl was at first, yeah. it had been that long. So. Yeah. yeah, that's quite true, yeah. Then they go to the uh, supermarket, don't they? Because he, he just stops off and that's when you find out he just wants Twinkies. So he yes. says in there somewhere is a Twinkie. But I like, I like, I like his safety procedure of making so much noise, goddamn yeah. noise, that it brings all the zombies out first yeah, before he goes searching. Yeah. How, how more South America, Southern America do you want? Yes, deliverance. Yeah, and he gets all the tools and all the weapons that he chooses out of the back of his van. And uh, you just think, man, he's just a complete nutcase, and he's prepared for everything. Well, he said that um, um, the uh, Columbus basically says that as well, doesn't he? Yeah. In, in terms of one thing he does love yeah. is killing zombies. And right? it is that cardio zombie is the one who gets taken out of the van, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, he's back in it. But I thought it was really good. Where he just walks up with a banger and you see him just plant it in his head. <laughs> and uh, Columbus is just standing there in awe of well, it's, sheer violence. He's, he's got all those yeah. weapons he can pick, like all the machine guns and stuff. And he picks 
like very manual tools, like yeah. the banjo, the baseball bat, and the, the shears. Like a, yeah, that's it, the shears. Yeah. Because he wants to kind of just, it's fun for him. It's like a yeah. day out, like he wants to get his Twinkie bar, but kill yeah. a few zombies. Yeah. That's a sport. I think he even he says there's one thing he's good at, it's killing zombies, yeah. so he enjoys yeah. So, he also mentions that he really doesn't like zombies and it shows and mm. um, I, th- I think it's only really until later on we find out potentially you know, probably why yeah because so. on the way there you get the early flashback of him and his before dog. they get there he says it's about yeah, a dog called Buck doesn't he yeah. is, is that before they get to the supermarket yeah yeah, it's, it's before and you see him dancing around with a dog and you know, yeah. a dog and all that breakfast sort of shampooing and yeah. talking and stuff like that because yeah, when they obviously get to the supermarket and they kill that zombie who's absolutely fucking huge, isn't he? The very last one. You don't see him die, the one he kills with his shears. No, you see his head roll, I think. Yeah, he it? just cuts his head off, but you don't see yeah. what he does. And then that's when you see Emma Stone, which is uh, Wichita. And I I didn't recognise her from anything else I've watched. Spider-Man. Yeah, I didn't realise she was. Uh, Superbad. I saw her in Superbad before this. Yeah, I've seen Superbad. She's the girl Spider-Man, that... But I didn't, I, couldn't pull her from no? anything else, no. What was she in Superman? Uh, Spider-Man, sorry. Gwen Stacy. Blonde hair girl. Well, the one who was... Spider-Man's what? love interest. In The, the Amazing, amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, sorry, right. Toby Maguire, The Amazing Spider-Man, sorry. Yeah, the, the, oh, right, the, well, that's what yeah. I was thinking. The recirculation of it all. You've seen The Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right, I've only seen that once, so... Now you mention it, it's the eyes, I think, now you can mm. because the hair, she's blonde and black hair, so... What about Superbad? What was... She was. Oh, who's the main character? So no, not Marcus Sarah, the other one. What? Um, Curly hair. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's not very McLovin. Much, oh my god, it's McLovin. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that line Yeah, We got to do that one day. No. Um, what you mean? The the kind of he's like the Jesse Eisenberg, the one who's got to go out and buy all the. It's not Marcus Sarah. No, it's not McLovin. The, the guy in Kickass. It's yeah. the other guy. He's quite funny. He was in. Django, very briefly. He was, yes. And what is his bloody name? Oh, I know. He mean the chubby guy. He's, um, oh, is oh, Johan Hill or something like that. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. It was his love interest in it. Do you remember? He gets with her at the end. I don't fucking remember to be honest. Oh, look, after all that, basically. Yeah, but I I, I've got a headache. I've got a headache now. And uh, I, think, uh, I, I think I feel a nosebleed coming on. Yeah. And, oh, well. Anyway, they meet her and um, Columbus Caesar uh, instantly. It gets quite. Aroused and is quite happy that she's there, but he still again uh, puts one of his rules in place, doesn't he? Which is the one where it's um, he's got to find a way out, isn't he? Oh yes, yeah. he opens fire exit and puts yeah, the always having an escape. Exactly, always having an escape, and um, he goes there with Woody House and and she basically tricks them that her sister has been bitten and that she wants to kill or gets them to kill the sister because she can't do it. She hands the gun over to Woody Harrelson, who's going to do it, and she says, no, I'll do it. So basically he hands his gun over, and then that's it. They've been tricked, and they drive away. Did you think that was a trick when you first watched it? I I didn't. Really? Yeah. What gave it away? I was convinced that it wasn't a trick. No, I'm saying I didn't know it was a trick. I thought he's genuinely, she's, I thought he was going to blow her away. Yeah. Um, So it was, that was was a pretty good, um, good little twist there. It was weird, because... When you think about it, when you see, you see the front cover, obviously it's got those four on there. Yes. So, and if you would have seen the poster, you would have kind of worked out by common sense that they weren't going to die. But even when I first watched it, 
I thought, man, it, this is they put a quite serious bit in now, and um, and it's a bit of a trope that you have the comedy in the serious side yes. of things. Then they'll play a major joke after, and, and I thought, but then I, when I watched it again, just for the review, I thought it was quite a gamble because how do they know that? They're not going to get kind of raped, attacked, or something like that because they didn't have any weapons. They relied on the other weapons, and uh, they're not going to be someone who says, "Yeah, fair enough, no worries." Bang and just blows his sister's head off. Yeah, it's Woody Harrelson could have just. But it, it kind of shows. It. It, I think at a later point in the film, it shows the character of the girls, doesn't it? It says, um, and I think Columbus is actually talking about which is saying, you know, she's pretty clued up girl because it then does a little flashback to them doing their little um, yeah. petrol station yeah. scams and stuff. But she could have died. So they they like yeah, yeah. It was a risk, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. they didn't know what. No, you wouldn't. Really. Them two were like. And when you see the other film, especially all that Walking Dead series, yeah, yeah. In the yes. series that when you've kind of got different cells who are kind of looking after themselves, then they they're not interested in meeting anyone else. They're more interested in killing the other humans and having what they've got. And everyone's quite savage. So in this film, for them to do that, then the little sister could have died. That's what I thought when I first watched it. I didn't even think about that. But for this, when you watch what was going on, I just thought it could have gone out horribly I wrong. thought she was going to get shot. Yeah, I did as well. I, I was really surprised. I liked the fact that it was a trick and that they've been so switched on. They've both got these rules of their own. Yes. And then purely just for the fact that, I mean, she is very attractive. That, uh, but they didn't sexualise her that much throughout the film. Shame. Which is good. Yeah. No, we, 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 yeah, well, yeah. No, but I thought that was quite good then because, um, you know, she was just one of the, well, I don't want to say one of the guys, it sounds so cliche, but she was a character there, but they didn't really focus on her as being like a sexual mm. character, which, which, which I thought was good. I mean, even when you look at actually what she was wearing, it was actually quite practical, for example. Yeah, and I thought that was good because if she was really girly, and it may not have fitted in. Yeah, it really, I don't think it would have worked if she was no. overtly no. kind of feminine. It really yeah. showed, yeah, added to her character, I thought. Yeah, and I think it made all the characters quite equal in their appearance. Cause yes. Woody Harrison's quite a big guy in this, but he wasn't kind of like a, I don't know, like a Bruce Willis in a vest and muscles and, and all shit like that. So everyone was quite equal. So they go away and they take their van away. They're basically less walking around trying to find another vehicle. Uh, and I think that's quite funny because they uh, see this little family car, don't they? And I can't remember what they call it now. Woody Harrison just jumps on the roof and just starts smashing, smashing it up. Yeah. yeah. And he says he's pulled a muscle and he goes, there you go. It's really important just to warm up your car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that even flashes up on the car. That yeah. Yes. And it just falls down. Again, I thought that was a really good twist. It even was. though you know these rules, the fact that it was on the car, it just fell and just crashed. Yeah. But, um, kind of makes fun of it. Yeah. And it's quite funny. Then they're going to find this yellow Hummer. It is a Hummer, isn't it? <laughs> H2, yeah. 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 And you look and the angle looks like there's someone in it, but it's just a pair of hands on the steering wheel. And he opens it back up and it's got loads of guns and it's like, thank God for rednecks. Yes. <laughs> and the next scene, I think it's really funny where you, you see through the car where uh, Columbus is just sitting there, Jesse Eisenberg, and in the background you can see uh, Woody Harrison machine gun in his hand is shooting him in the air. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Look at that. It's fucking brilliant. It's <laughs> really good. He's like, yeah, when you're finished, we'll, uh, we'll carry on. <laughs> and then he still paints a three on the side of it. He does indeed. In black. I don't know where he gets the paint from. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So, yeah, the girls are talking as well, aren't they? But they feel 
quite bad, and then it flips. I think it's then that's when it goes to the petrol yeah, station yeah. scene. What did you think about that, Liam? What, what was that one? The petrol station yeah. scene. I mean, it's just giving the background about the girls and stuff, and I just thought you see them as like they're they're pretty savvy kind of player girls. And I actually quite like that trick. It was pretty. I was wondering what was going to go go on there. So um, with the rings and all that kind of stuff. So it shows that they've got a bit of savviness about them. Um, they're like survivors. I, I don't know if they're just like kind of. Have they got any other family? Are they just two sisters or two friends? Or, or, it's just they're, they're sisters, yeah. and, they're, and that's and right. that's it. I think it's just because they're career criminals. Career criminals, yeah. And that's and that's where right. they've got their kind of streetwise kind of head about them, where they 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 yeah. you know have the balls to be able to. Sit that's there the only and origin you get of them. Just yeah. and I, yeah. I think that's really good that they don't go into the history of the two girls. I, I think it would be quite pointless. It just wouldn't add anything to the. I film. think it's just to kind of show how they've come to survive because they've got that little bit of savviness yeah. about them. I think it's just... I thought their trick they did was really, really good trick. I thought it was really funny. Do not condone yeah. anything like that. <laughs> you can get away with it though. But I really enjoyed that. And it, they just... It was a real sucker. They just picked on... It went for ugly men who just think with their dicks. I'd probably fall for that trick. You're an ugly, that You're an ugly. I would, because she's really fit. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. And uh, I've got it here that it's after that, that that's when they talk about um, Buck. And that's when he says about Rule 32, where he says, enjoy the little things. But, but that's just yep. me being always, a geek. Always enjoy the little my things. Notes, that's just who I am. Thank you. There you go. Such a sad man. 88 minutes and 10 pages long. That, 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 that's something else, that is. Yeah. And then they drive down the highway and they see the girl's van or the, the car parked just with the, uh, the bonnet up. And so just they help. Right on the that's side. it, yeah. And they park up thinking it's a trap or knowing it's a trap. <laughs> and Woody Harrison walks down <laughs> and uh, he has a check around. He says, that's all clear. And he walks back up to the car and... Obviously, they get you know something's wrong by the time, yeah. Yeah, yes, she's in the back, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little ninja or something. Yeah. Like it says, Did you think that they get that they get again by the girls? Yes, yes. I yeah, think, I thought that was a blatant, blatant trap, but yeah. I think he says, I can't remember what um, what Woody Halston says to think he goes, I can't believe you managed to like kind of get. Done by them again. It's like, yeah. like, it's, it's, he says like a one line, and she's just yeah. He says sorry, but the girls mature faster, and uh, she's more mature than I was at her age. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <what I'm>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's <laughs> justification. You just got done over by two girls. Yeah, yeah, they they mature yeah. quicker than. But us. it's really serious yeah. when he yeah, says it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a really good reason. Yeah. As if it's Woody Harrison would go, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but then it goes. Um, that's when it has the ring flashback, but then you see the chemistry between all of the characters, don't you? Because they're in the car. Yeah, and it's almost like a montage. Yeah, and um, I think that's a really, really good scene. They all f kind of swap from being the front to back to drive in yeah. different kind of people. I don't know, they're trying people. to show how they're bonding on that like, road trip. Yes. Yeah. Because they're all moving around. And we don't really know. It, I found it difficult uh, to find out, not that it affected the film or anything or my enjoyment, how, how long the time that actually was. It was quite hard to tell. I don't know, the only time you get a, a kind of an idea of how long it's taken is when they go to pull over, and uh, that's when J 
Jesse Eisenberg realises or is told that where he wants to go, where his family are, what is it, Ohio or... Yes. That it's all been burnt down. So he's kind of... He thinks, well, I don't really need to go where I'm going now. And he goes to get out of the car at nine and he yeah. decides to stay in the car. But as you say, yeah, you don't really get no. the concept of how long you're in the car for. But I suppose it's, still, it's moving so fast then you don't even really think about that. I, mean, I, I didn't think doesn't, about doesn't that. It really, doesn't really matter too much. No, it doesn't. No. And then they go to the Chinese theatre... Um, in Man's Theatre, isn't it? Yeah, in Hollywood. LA, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I like the zombie Charlie Chaplin <laughs> that chase him, uh, <laughs> chase him down the road. I thought that was a lot of that. A lot of it is start, it's starting to get quite surreal now. I think from about now, yeah. in the film, the minute, the minute they hit Hollywood, yeah, it's just not about. But they could have so much fun with that. But the different characters they yes. could have put in there as zombies. Oh, absolutely, it, it, you need a director's cut almost, don't you? Yeah, an extra few scenes of that. And it's Woody Harrelson who decides to go to. Um, Bill Murray's house. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was brilliant. When I first watched it and they had um, BM on the gates, I still had no idea uh, who it was. I don't know if any of you guys... No, no idea. No, no. because when they, when they drive through and they're looking at the houses and they've got the map, haven't they, of all like, the, the route that you would yeah. do for tourists. And, they, no, and he's like, no, none of these. And yeah. they're all like, wow, so you're going to go somewhere big and proper. You're thinking like some a massive... Yeah. Obviously, he is a massive, massive star, but yeah, yeah, you're you're you're, gonna, you're thinking, oh, it's, it's got to be somebody like ridiculous. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Or yeah, something but huge, yeah. yeah, or you know, Bruce Willis for a bit yeah. of a half. But yeah, to end up at the one person that you wouldn't expect to pop up in the middle of the film. No, I don't know in America. He's obviously. I don't know if that was a sense of like sarcasm with it, or obviously not being in America or knowing how they, their stars are, but. How highly is regarded as a, a TV star if he is or a film star in America, wherever he's. I, th- I, th- I think he's still quite big. I think Bill Murray still means a lot today when he's in something. Yeah, but in America, whether he's kind of he's like, so big, like kind of part of top of the tree. Oh, I see. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah, they chose is. him, and upon anyone else, or whether it was just a case of they offered Bill Murray the cameo in it, and he just said yes. Obviously, he gets really excited at Woody House and they walk in there. And uh, Bill Murray's dressed up as a zombie. I thought that was just fucking brilliant. Well, they they spend some time so, in the house so until he wakes up. Yeah. And he yeah, gets dressed up, as, don't they? And then, yeah. and then obviously, you see this guy wake up. Obviously, you know, Mr. He's Mark. got golf clothes on, isn't yeah, he? Because <laughs> he, said, he said, oh, well, you know, I'll dress like this so I can go out yeah. and I can have a round of golf without anybody like yeah. bothering me. And it's yeah. like, so he's just as a zombie, yeah. gone out and got a, done done eighteen holes. Not done eighteen holes this morning. Yeah. Zombies everywhere, but I still yeah. eighteen holes. Yeah. And and, there's, and he's like the zombies didn't even pay any attention. Did yeah. you guys think he was a zombie? I did at first. Oh yeah, straight away. Yeah, yeah, at first, yeah, because yeah. he was yeah. really well made up. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was just brilliant. But as soon as he got smacked by Emma Stone, then he starts screaming, and obviously realised that yeah. he isn't. And it's just Bill Murray playing Bill Murray. I thought that was such a good idea. I thought that was really, really good. See, for me, this is one of the best and worst parts about the film, this Bill Murray thing, because having Bill Murray in was absolutely awesome. But I felt, to a certain degree, it didn't ruin, but it hurt the, the, my most entertaining character, uh, obviously, you know, with Woody Harrelson's thing, because he's such a badass, and then it completely changes when he meets Bill Murray, which is funny, but I think, it, for me, it kind of, like, hurt his character, and it obviously wasn't... 
I didn't really feel it wasn't it wasn't really until the end until uh, we got to the end of the film when he became like badass when he decided obviously to help out that, that he got that Mr. Badass back again because I mean, he wanted thought. to go he wanted to go to Bill Murray's house more than anything and then as he actually met him so he went a bit yeah, fanboy probably and that's when he says Bill fucking Murray yes he goes, does I know that's not your actual name but Bill fucking King Murray, Murray. <laughs> that was brilliant he goes I've liked you ever since I started wanking he goes but they're not related by the way yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was oh that was brilliant I really did it's good. I, I enjoyed seeing the different side of Woody House and the not just the badass side uh, the yeah. more human side I thought that was quite refreshing really rather than him being like, pissed off all the way through the film that the fact he started to go a bit starry eyed and geeky over Bill Murray in a way Bill Murray just stood there as if like well yeah it's a job and this is what we aim for and stuff like that I thought that was brilliant I thought it was such a good idea to kind of take it off track and tangent and have him in the film and then they they think it's a really good idea and then the fact was that uh, no, before then as well, when Woody House and Bill Murray and Emma Stone are in the lounge. Oh, that's the, that's my best scene in the film. That's one of the best scenes. You've got the music it. going as well. Yeah. You've got Emma Stone doing uh, Janine's voice. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. well, I can't do it, but I thought that was brilliant. That was so, so funny. It was a real taking the piss out of yourself, wasn't it? Yeah. And the fact he actually had the outfit and the proton pack on his back. <laughs> And they were saying, don't cross the streams. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I thought that was so good. Well, Jesse Eisenberg in the next room, in the cinema room, watching Ghostbusters. Yes. Trying to explain to someone who's younger that it's a really classic film. Uh, it's a good film to watch. I thought it was great. But then you got the scene where he's obviously talking to uh, Emma Stone's sister. Um, what kind of guy is she? <laughs> what kind of guy is she like? And she basically said, like, well, the complete opposite to what obviously Columbus is. Yeah. Throws his popcorn on the floor. Yeah, excuse me. He knows badasses, he just flicks it. Yeah. <laughs> he gives up. It's like he gives up straight away. <laughs> or is it he's just trying to be a badass? Well, well yeah. maybe that too, maybe that too. <laughs> and then Bill Murray walks in. But they're, 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 they're going to play this joke, aren't they? Yeah. Which, let's be honest, even in hindsight, is probably not the best idea in yeah. a zombie thing, was it? Let's be yeah. fair. Yeah, what are you going to do? You're made up. Uh, I'm trying to go in there and scare him. Yeah, yeah. alright then. They have got a shot. Alright. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Bill Murray, yeah, Bill, I mean, I mean, Bill Murray walks in, scares Jesse Eisenberg, and then gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I kind of. Oh, it was a, a shame, really, that he got shot, but you couldn't see where it could go after that with Bill Murray. No, because that would never be like the five of them, and it would be really. Then it's just such a big. Yeah, Maybe, so it's, he? it's probably a good, a good thing yeah. that he died, although it took him a long time to that die. Was yeah, so that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah, that, that girl laughs. He goes, oh, he, he just gets me all the time. And that, then they look at her and she just does a straight face and, oh, sorry about that. But it's just brilliant <laughs> the way everyone's looking at him when he's exhaling. <laughs> yes, anything that's it. Yeah, then he does it again. <laughs> but yeah, then the, after that you have the... The salute, the, the sh- shotgun salute. Yeah, yeah. they're outside and they just yeah. chuck him off the balcony, <laughs> don't they? It's like a, a nice thing to do. And then the, the kind of the bonding moment again with Woody House and, and uh, the Little Rock, the sister, where they're shooting the rifles mm. at those things. And it's yes. kind of, again, that he helps her, doesn't he? And you get that soft side of Bill Murray again and... Not Bill Murray, sorry, Woody House and, and uh, the Abigail Breslin. 
I mean, she's been in quite a few things as well. When I looked at her film biography, she's been in quite a lot of films. She's been in quite a lot of TV series yeah, as well. She, yeah, as a child actor. Yeah, I thought she was pretty good for her age. I don't know how old she was when this was made, but she's only been about 13. She was born in 1996, Oh, was she? My maths is shocking. Really didn't make a difference. I'll just say 13. she's... 13. Oh yeah, so about 12 or 13. That would have been, yeah, that's about right. I've covered my bases there. Well, yeah, 2006 would have made a 10. Yeah. She's in between 10 Six. and 15, definitely. How about that? <laughs> definitely is. But yeah, and then... Uh, oh, fuck it. I've got his name now. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone. They're going to get it on, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah, they're having the dance. She yeah. realises he's never really been with a girl. Yeah. Pretty much. Does that play work for you? Does it work for me? Yeah. When I do have, that? Have, you, have you used that? Uh, I have a daughter, for the record. I'm not a virgin. I've had sex at least once, okay? Yeah. Only once. I just want to throw... No, 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 more than once. My first, my first girlfriend dumped me because I, 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 I wasn't ready. Ready for what? Sex. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. Nice. I, wanted, I wanted to wait for something. can name and shame, you know. Well. I wanted to wait for something special. Really? Yeah. I'm with, and I'm with someone special now. That's lovely. Thank you very much. I think we're all with someone special now. We, I think we are, all of us, yeah. Yeah. Aren't we? Exactly. Graham's yeah. with someone special now. You are Graham. I'll say yes, just in case you ever listen. Exactly. Well done. <laughs> Wise move, mate. Wise move. <laughs> and they're just about to get it off anyway. And uh, Woody Allison walks in and just fucks it up from both. Yes. <laughs> and then they're kind of glad that, well, well she's glad. But he's but, not glad that's that happened. I think she's still making out she's glad. Yeah, she's still, not really. You don't think she is? Well, she, yeah, I, I, I think she's making out. But let's be honest, she's a lot more confident than him. Yeah. She could probably eat for breakfast, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that I'm calling her a whore or anything like that, but in terms of her character. You know, not, you know, because she's so much more confident. I mean, let's be honest. She's you think def- confident women are whores then? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm going to shut up. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, saying, not, I'm saying she's like a whore puts it about. But she can eat it for breakfast. Uh, the term. She's a confident young lady. Put it this way, yeah. A very empowered young woman. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Forget anything I said. If they were in a relationship, whether she would, she should be. I don't want to say wear the pants because that's sexist, isn't it? Because I think it's not but, because in every relationship, women, although they let the men wear the trousers, they choose to cut and colour. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> so at the film broadcast, we love women. No, uh, we, 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 we all do. We all do. Exactly. And the reason. The, the girl's own personal mission is to get to um, Pacific Playland, isn't it? Because they believe that's a zombie-free zone. But later on, it does kind of transpire that that's made up just for the younger girl. She's never had a child, and that's what she yeah, said, Yeah, because, it? yeah, it's kind of giving her something to look forward to, get hold of, even though the older one knows that that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. So then that, that is kind of that... Almost to ensure that she doesn't think that everything is completely utterly deserted, so she can still have her childhood, and that's where her happy memories are. Yeah. That's why she's asked a zombie-free zone, knowing that well, actually, probably not. I but, thought that was quite a naive thing to, to do or think. Yes, I did too. To go there, I thought it was quite a weak part in it that she's going to take her to a theme park. And then she can go on all the rides. She's never had that in her childhood. And the zombies won't find them. Yeah, but after that, you're going to go straight back into... Fighting zombies. Fighting zombies. And it it annoyed me. Not. A lot of that, I mean, we'll get to it, but that, yeah, the idea of that and what happened, I loved it in one part, and it annoyed me in the other. It reminded me a bit of, obviously, Django. 
to a certain degree, where for where where was the people we had this quite a solid film, and it didn't really break apart, but that crap was starting to show. Having said that, in this film, it was a lot easier to suspend your disbelief because of the universe. It was, it was obviously a comedy. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and it was, there's a, obviously, the supernatural element of zombies. Yeah. But that's where they go straight from Bill Murray's house, isn't it? Mm. Yes. And then, I, I thought it was, it was quite good that obviously, through the film, that Jesse Eisenberg's character is kind of building and his confidence is building and then he wants to go and kind of be with them or rescue them. So he goes on a motorbike. And falls uh, off. Yeah, he goes to leave the house and they play all this music it's as if like he's a hero. Then he just And I thought... Which well, is one of the rules. Don't be a hero. Don't be a hero, exactly. Oh, we missed the part, haven't we? The, the part when they go to the, uh, the Indian... And I've got a patchy in the shop. Yes, and, they, and they smashed the shit out of I it. I didn't like that. I got to be upset about that. I was a bit... Uh, I was mixed what's on What's the that. point? Really? Was that really necessary? What's the point? I could see that why is they did the worst it. It's got no rules. Yeah. And they can... And you can get away with it. Because yeah. There's no but one why? That's such a dis- destructive attitude. Yeah, I mean, you don't I'm, need it. I'm you didn't need that. that. No. I'd love to go into a I shop. Bet, I bet you and Stu were the ones that broke people's sandcastles on the beach when you were kids. Just because you could. You're the one that's to clean it out. I was a builder. I was a builder. You were a destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> Just destroying, destroying kids' sandcastles. But you didn't like it. I thought that was... I can understand why they did it, but, but the film was kind of tangenting off so much mm. that it, it needed like a, a different direction to go in at that point because they were in the car, it, weren't they? It, it, that actual scene, how did it, I think it starts off because... Is it Abigail, the, the younger girl? She drops something, doesn't she? Somebody dropped. Somebody dropped. Something like a glass. No, 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 no. She was holding it, and oh, was Columbus who knocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah not saying deliberately not saying over, and, and then everybody else yeah. kind of. Well, that is because then um, Woody Harrelson kind of basically, got, you know, because Columbus says I'll punch you at forty-five percent. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so funny. funny. Yeah. Because, but the thing is, he gets really panicky, doesn't he? He's like, oh god, I've just dropped something, yeah. and I think that's when you know, he, he, Woody Harrelson's character grabs like something and goes. Who gives a damn and just start yeah. smashing things up? And, they and then they, you see all of their faces, and they all th- it's like a release yeah. because what's going on outside of that shop is just pure chaos. Yeah. And I, I, enjoyed, I thought that was quite good. I thought it was pretty good. They kind of there are no rules. I think it's like therapy. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to do that. Yeah, and he says he's going to enjoy the little things, doesn't he? And that is quite important. No, we well, we all enjoy the little things, don't we? We all have little things we enjoy. What are you talking about? Like a flake. Yeah, but I thought that was quite a good bit that. They did that, and as I said, there's just no rules. I mean, I could, they could have skipped it, and it wouldn't have made a difference. But yeah, so they go to the theme park to, to basically see the girls, and I thought that was quite poor. That they go there, they've got all these rules. They're so sensible, and as soon as they put the lights on, I kind of thought, "Fucking hell, this is stupid." You just wouldn't do this. Put all the lights on in a rush with the okay. music and everything. But before you get to the light bit, surely there wouldn't be any power. First of all. Really? Uh, I don't know. I wonder that, but, yeah, but there's power in the, sh- the shop and everything. I always wonder that when you get these. Fair enough. I mean, I was happy. But you've got to suspend disbelief, haven't you? Yeah, you do. You do. Okay, fair enough. Because if they went there and there wasn't any power and the rides wouldn't work, it would kind of be really shit, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would have made it funnier, I think. It would have. None of the rides work. Oh, well. Yeah. And then the zombies um, came. Oops. Oh, it's turned into a really bad day, hasn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I just kind of. As you say, like Django, it lost its way a bit, but there wasn't much left to the film and it couldn't go anywhere else. 
and then they I like they get caught on top of the blaster don't they and that's where the zombies go to get them and I thought that was quite good that was quite tense when the blaster's gradually tilting down it's that ride that shoots up in the air and the zombies are there and that's when you see the zombies climbing the ladder yeah you start mm. actually going towards the people then instead of just like at the yeah. bottom like walking and bouncing off yeah. actually going up and climbing up to, to get them yeah I thought that was quite good but again at the start that zombie the female she opened the door didn't she yes and a lot of the zombie films they're stuck behind the door they can't open the door they don't have that capacity or function to like the first one where you see Jesse Eisenberg he opens the door and a zombie just rushes out at him. Yeah, so, in the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of see from there that they can basically climb open doors and smart zombies. Yeah. I think this part of the film is a bit kind of, I think that this is the bit that I was a bit disappointed in because they're running away and of all the places to bloody run to, they run to a ride where they're strapped in and go up and down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at some point that ride's going to finish and you bloody come down. No. Yeah. yeah, you bloody yeah, well do come down. And then, but when it does happen, then you see that tender moment when she was the little one was practicing her shooting. Yeah. And then. Yeah, a bit she's there, yeah, yeah she's then. Oh, but it's so it's so silly that bit. I think Nim's absolutely right. You would not do that. And and the big problem is is the beginning of the film established. This all these rules. I know there are Jesse Eisenberg rules, but you know sensible rules. And the problem is, this is obviously a girl and her younger sister. Well, you know, it's a girl slash woman now, and they've survived this long. And then to do something like go to the theme park, put the lights on, go on the city ride, it's just it's just completely against everything we've learned about their characters. Yeah. For example, obviously going back to the petrol station with the ring. Yeah. They are clever. Yeah. They are scheming. They know how to survive. Yeah. That's what happened. Like, yeah, I thought that was a bit weak in the film. But, as I say, you've got to kind of suspend disbelief you in do, a way. You do, to a certain degree. And just go with it. But yeah, it does go against everything that they've put in the film. Yes. And rules is one thing that they stress throughout with effects and just through telling you all the time the do's and don'ts of how to survive like an apocalypse. But, but one thing I did like was when... Um, Woody House and Jesse Eisenberg do arrive and they see they're on the top of the blaster that Woody House is actually a uh, distraction isn't it mm. yeah. well prior to that actually Space Chief there was that one key scene obviously with Woody House in it when we realised it wasn't the dog that's right yeah it was, it was, it was his son yeah, it was his son yeah well, I forgot to mention that so, because, so it was Buck was his son and not yeah but we were made out to believe it was the dog I'd Zombie. imagine he died Zombie. yeah became a zombie yeah. which makes which goes back to which then it brings you full circle into why this guy enjoys killing zombies and dislikes zombies and is yeah. the way he is he just says that he was taken from him doesn't he yeah rather than anything else yeah. and it does look pretty painful and it is the saddest moment for me that bit was the saddest moment in the film but again they finished that with humour where he says I'm quite so much since Titanic or, yes. yeah. or didn't yeah. cry this much when I watched Titanic and uh, yeah so they, they do kind of put the shit in the, the comedy but I, I, I did like when they were running through the theme park and he was a distraction and that bit I don't know what ride it is I mean I hate theme parks but it's that kind of big dish that goes round and he runs underneath it got one and swoops yeah, yeah. and three zombies come yeah. and just wipes them out it does. I did thought they made use of the fairground really well when Woody um, Halston's character runs you know like he's just running in the middle of all these zombies and shooting at yeah. him 
Uh, that, I, I don't know if any of you guys felt this, but I thought at that point, is he like on a suicide mission? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Because I saw a lot of them and I thought... He's dead. Gonna, I thought he's going to die. He's going to die. Yeah. Um, and then I think the only stage I thought, okay, he's making it through this is when he locks himself into that. I know. I thought that was it. I thought that was it. Thing, and they're coming at him. He had no way out. I thought that. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I thought that, that was it for him. That, yeah. Once you'd seen his, the fact that he was his kid and not the dog and all that, I yeah. thought that's it. He's going to lock himself in there, run, like run out of ammo, and then they're just going to rip it apart and just yeah. eat him. That's yeah, why straight I thought, away. I thought, yeah, because I thought there's no way he'll be able to stand there like that. But then you kind of get like a almost like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith moment, yeah, in there where he's like just slow mo guns and then yeah. reload, turn around. It, it yeah. was really good, but I didn't think he was going to die. Yeah, you thought it was only a matter of time. But I, I thought it was so refreshing to not have all the characters obviously oh. die, you know, yeah. and eventually yeah. get it and not have. A, such a depressing ending, which you get George Romero. So many zombie films had, and it's become such a it's become such a trope to have that kind of a disaster ending yeah. in a zombie film without any hope. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really good. Obviously, about this, the fact that this character that we all love didn't die. Yeah, uh, and it was it, it's good that you didn't actually again because it was quite quick. You didn't see him kill the zombies. It was just a case of you were watching him, then he stopped yeah. shooting, then all the zombies were dead. Carl, block. Yeah, dead bodies around him. Exactly. Was, yeah, quite funny. Yeah, I thought it was it was easily done. It was a simple way of of just being quite effective, wasn't it? And Jesse Eisenberg obviously frees the uh, two girls, and then he's faced with his biggest fear, which again, clown zombie. Yeah, which he referred to again when he was um, in the bathroom on his own earlier, where he hates clowns. Yeah. And I was surprised how easy he killed that clown zombie. It was just he picked up that mallet and just beat his head in. And it was for something that made quite a big deal out of. It was killed really easy, Yeah, it? it was. Yeah. I, I think, think well, it's more of a metaphor. We had the don't be a yeah. hero and then the don't kind of dropped, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Be a hero. Sometimes you, you just have to. Near that part of the film, they were, like, they were running close to the end of their budget. I don't know. Yes. I mean, the budget, I think, was... It was something like £23 million, and I think it... It didn't make a great deal. I think it only made something like seventy-eight million or something. Yeah, but I think it's slowly though becoming one of those cult films where I think when you look online, obviously now now via streaming and DVD and Blu-ray, it's going to be one of those films. I think like Big Trouble in Little China is now that could be bought quite a lot throughout the years. I think. Yeah, and it ended really nice as well. That as you say, they all went off together and even though they're teased not to for a millisecond. Yeah, I didn't buy it, but. No, I didn't either, because I, I thought if they would have done that, it would have just pissed me off that, oh, here we go again, we know what's going to happen, we're yeah. going to go off together, and it was really simple, and I thought for that much, it was a short film, as I say, it was just under an hour and a half, they fit quite a lot in, and they kept it really simple, yeah. they kept the pace going all the way through, and they didn't try anything different really, I thought the music was really good, it was action, it was gory, not too gory, and... I had some original ideas with Bill Murray in there as well. I thought it was a really simple film. I was quite surprised going back and watching it again after all this time that I enjoyed it so much. I was glad it was a short film. They couldn't have done a, a long film, put too much into it. It's a like I say, I think you've hit the nail on the head with a, a simple formula. Yeah. A simple formula, and it just keeps you entertained. Yeah, it, it, actually, another film that kind of reminded me of it was a little bit like Dust Till Dawn as well. Some of the scenes, 
Because it's not overly gory, but you've got some of the kind of killing scenes and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're quite traditional killing scenes. Yeah. Like when he hits, when Columbus hits the the, uh, clown with the mallet, you see a bit of face fly up. Yeah. And the nose, it goes beep beep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the book that I I really liked, which... um, Is this like we said? We've now got... No, it was, it was news going... Yeah. <laughs> 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 we managed an hour and ten minutes to keep it together. Might as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love you entertain yourself, James. There's people listening yeah. to this. But this Sorry. was done for a TV series, wasn't it? First of all, the idea was... Oh, was it? Really? Yeah, and they were going to have Kill of the Week in, at the end of every TV series. Oh, wow. And I really enjoyed that Kill of the Week and who it goes to, or Star Kill. With the uh, the nun or wherever it was, or the piano, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just drops on the piano. Goes as a a good idea, and <laughs> it, it quite surprised me. But yeah, all in all, I thought it was a really good film. How would you rate this film? With me, with me, I was going to give it a four, but then I went down to three point five only because of obviously uh, the, the end. The ending nearly gave me a bad taste in my mouth, but then I had the after eight at the end. They give you the end of the restaurant, and I liked it again. So for me, a three point five. But the, the thing is, though, Stu is. I like. I really. I forgot how much I really. Enjoy, I really enjoy this film, and um, I will happily watch it again tomorrow, and I'll enjoy it just as much. And it's one of those films. I said probably like like a big trouble at trial. One of those cult films where if we ever went back to it in three or four years, I might have watched it, enjoyed it even much more. Where I could probably give it four point five or five if that makes if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know because I, I keep seeing new things. With it. So if I watch it another three or four times, I'll probably give it, I could well give it a four or 4.5. But at the moment, as we speak, I'm giving it a 3.5. Ah, Graham. This is the one I've been waiting for. Wait, wait, drum roll. <laughs> I will give it a four. Whoa! Yeah, I really enjoyed it. After the last couple of, uh, couple of weeks of watching the heavy going films and stuff, it was nice. Just uh, a short film of reasonable pace, and yeah. yeah, it's just don't have to think about a lot of things in it. It's very easy, very flowing, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was yeah, funny, a little bit of like underlying drama, I guess. But yeah. uh, apart from that, it was just just a funny, easy watch, and yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it with good casting. Although yeah. basic four characters, you know, with the shortest cast list in the world. Um, but yeah, and I just thought, yeah, it's nice yeah. and simple and easily done, so I'll give it a four. Although, you know, that smashing up of that shop really didn't do it for me. Yeah. And the theme park at the end was a little bit wishy-washy, but... I thought no, it, general, yeah, it was a good scene, yeah. but I think the, what, I what got it, them there was a bit... Yeah, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought in general, and yeah, I thought it was, it was really, really good, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Excellent. And I would watch it over, unlike Jaws or yeah. American Werewolf in London... I'll, no, I'll never watch it again. Um, I would watch it, yeah, as James says, and every time you, you pick up on little things, or it's just a, one of those ones where you go, I don't know what I'm going to watch tonight, I'll put a zombie land on. Yeah. It's an easy watch, you know what's going to happen, and yeah, it's just just generally good film, so I can't come out, really. Best bit? Oh, I don't know. Bill Murray, that's fine. Oh, I would say, yeah, I would say Bill Murray, because it's a nice surprise. Yeah. But I quite like the end when he gets a Twinkie. 
think that's he's successfully achieved. <laughs> Where are you, you little yellow bastards? Yeah. He's got yeah, he's, he's, he's finally yeah. got a Twinkie. I thought I was going to just. Quite what fun. the hell is a Twinkie though? What is it like a Madeira cake type of thing? It's like a sponge thing with cream in, isn't it? Really, yeah. that's what it is. What about yourself, Nim? How would you rate this? Um, I'd say four out of five, uh, purely for the same kind of reasons what these guys have said. Easy watch. It's something that I could, if I was flicking through, you know, Sky or Virgin, whatever, and it, it was there, you, you'd watch it. And I would definitely want to watch it again, like the same sort of thing like Big Trouble in Little China or Die Hard. It's one of those films that yeah. you just, you know, if you've got nothing better to do on a weekend, you could watch it. And usually, like a zombie, I mean, things like 28 Days Later and stuff, I don't want to watch again. Because... No. I don't know, it's a good film, but it's not something you want to watch again. You don't whereas, enjoy it. Yeah, whereas this is, is like, it's that, I think it's a comedy aspect of it. It's, yeah. To me, it wasn't really a zombie, zombie film, was it? It's got mm. zombies in there that are chasing them, but the main story is about a loner who learns to make friends and create his own little family, and he finds a bit of, there's a romantic element in there. So... It's it, yeah. it's a kind of a, a feel good movie more than anything else. I I I yeah. kind of saw it as a feel good movie. So you give it a yeah, four. four. I'd give it a four. Yeah, I'd give it a four as well. Yeah, yeah. I so think, I'm the one out with my three point five. Yeah, I just think again, it's simple, fast paced, not too complicated. It's not your typical. If you said, "Do you want to watch a zombie film?" It's not the kind of film you think you're going to be watching. It's just very light hearted and it, it's easy watching. It's not taxing and. Uh, I think sometimes films like that are needed rather than heavy game films, which are good, such as Dark Knight, The Winter Soldier, Avengers, and The Shining, and things like that. They're very t- complicated films. This one is just easy going. It's a, an easy film to watch. So yeah, definitely recommend it. Well, I, I guess that's on to on to the next film then. Oh, what was your best bit, Stu? Uh, yeah. Bill Murray. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. Nim. Um. I'd probably have to say the Woody Halston's character where he's kind of just shooting into the air. That, that, that just His whole character? Oh. Yeah, his whole character. I think throughout the film when he does just little crazy things, his little one-liners, it's yeah. that kind of, you know, that redneckness about him. And it kind of reminds me of you, um, James. So, you know, I love... <laughs> A fat, unfit redneck that has no car. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um... And the big one is the, the next film which we're going to do. I have no I idea, to be honest. Do you know what? Neither do I. So, we'll leave what it the No, 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 no. We, we oh, can't, we can't, man. We can't bet that our listeners need to know. Yeah. When they're listening or, to this, they or, watch or, So, basically, you have for 30 seconds to choose a film. Our, our Facebook page, the Film Real yeah, Cast, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? The Film Real Cast will need updating with... Or tweeting with ideas. Tweeting with no, ideas. No, 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 you, you, you can't let me can't let me get away with that. No, I'm no, not. You don't do that. I'm good. I'm glad about that. Yeah. You've had <laughs> you've had a week to think about what film it is. Have you not, had it down to any? No. Okay, Nim. How about yourself? I mean, what film would you like to do? And we'll do Graham's after yours. Um. <laughs> man. No. Um. Let's do Deer Hunter. Because I know I want to Can I have my choice back, please? <laughs> Shit, I should have gone that way rather than, rather than going that way. So, the Deer Hunter. Okay. Nib wants to do the Deer Hunter, a nice, light hearted four hour. Is it, is it that long? 
it's, it's quite two a, hours something. It's quite it? a long film of Deer Hunter, but we are here to. Is it better than Django? Pick a film. I don't know. I've, I haven't seen a Deer Hunter for ages, so Deer Hunter it is. It's fine. We'll just okay. Okay. No, 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 no. That's me. That's me. I'm doing dancing with wolves, by the way. But no, 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 yeah, Deer Hunter. That's that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's keep the film <clears throat> happy, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, do you set this nice mood? I thought maybe Shaun of the Dead or something like that, but, but yeah. no, there we go. Dear Hunter it is. Could, could we edit that out? What? I just thought of one. No, we're not editing that. It's not me editing that. Do you want to do it? What's one I reckon we should do Hot Fuzz, really, because that'd be a nice, easy one. <laughs> what do you want to do, then? I want to do, I feel like saying which one. Is it Clark, Clarks or Clerks? Clerks. 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 The, the Clerks. The you want to do Clerks? Clerks, because I've only ever seen a little bit of that film, and I think that would be pretty, that's not too much of a long film, is it? No, it's a, it's a great film. It's in black and white. Some people might get upset with that. Just cut so, that bit I mean, out then. I don't know how Graham will feel about watching a black and white film. Uh, I can feel one coming already. <laughs> so, uh, so that's Kevin Smith and uh, Jason. What's his name? Jason. Ah, oh, I can't really his name. That's uh, Jason Bourne. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> it definitely is in here. Jason Bourne. That's Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. It? I don't know. Okay, that's but, it. Then. Are you sure? Yeah. Is it close? Yeah, I'm sure. And you better come up with one for next week, young man. I, I, I will. Yeah. Really? And you sure it's not the Deer Hunter clerk? Okay, cool. Clerk it is. Okay, that sounds good. <clears throat> okay, it's bye from me. It's bye from me. It's good night from me. And it's good night from me. <laughs> Smooth, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, hurry. Hurry, he's on the ceiling. Come get him. Oh, we'll Light him up for me. See you on the outside, Pete. Oh, he's so disgusting. Yeah. Like